Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. Lord, do you hear my voice? Do you hear my cry? I need your touch. Lord, do you hear me? Do you hear my voice? I have so many questions. Lord, do you hear my cry? I'm crying out to you. Where are you, Lord? Good morning, good morning, good morning, my friends. How are you this morning? I hope that you have awakened, ready to dive into the Word of God. I know that I am having my coffee this morning. Do you hear the ice? (laughs) Every morning I have iced coffee. I usually have a banana also and some yogurt. That's how I start off my day with my Heavenly Father. But I'm so excited that we got through the week. As challenging as trials and tribulations we had to face this week, we got through the week, my friends. And it's now Saturday and it's now time to dive into the Word of God. Because the Word of God is what sparks our souls, our spirit. It's what prepares us for another week that's coming. So my friends, as we continue to um, go with the series of Habakkuk, we are in chapter 2 as you get your materials ready to take notes. And we have been covering the questions that the prophet has asked God and the answers that God has been given the prophets. And we're now picking it up where we left off last week where God was continuing to explain to the prophet exactly what was happening to the situation at hand. And God was really explaining in details how things were transpiring because of people's choices, their decisions, how people had turned away from God and what God was allowing now for those people to experience. And when we think about this, we start to think about how does this apply to us, (laughs) right? Back in the day, it applied to those people. Antonia, how could it possibly apply to us? Well, it does apply to us, my friends, because when we really break it down, we can get a sense of God's heart and what he was telling us. So I'll read the scripture and then we'll dive right into it. So in chapter 2, Habakkuk, starting at 15, it says this, Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbor, pressing him to your bottle, even to make him drunk, that you may look on his nakedness. You are filled with shame instead of glory. You also drink and be exposed as uncircumcised. 
the cup of the Lord's right hand will be turned against you, and utter shame shall be on your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will cover you, and the plunder of beasts which made them afraid. Because of men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and of all who dwell in it. Father, we thank you so much for your word because we know that your word is true. We know that we can read your word and apply it to our lives. And Father, we just thank you because you're so detailed in what's happening here that you're really breaking it down for us to understand it. So you're explaining it to us. Same way you explained it to the prophet, you're explaining it to us. So, Father, we just thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. So, my friends, you know, there's so much to say about this scripture. You might be thinking, well, how does this even really apply to me? It does. Okay, so now let's talk about these scriptures. Where it says here, Woe to him who gives drink to his neighbor, pressing him to your bottle, even to make him drunk, that you may look on his nakedness. That is very deep, my friends. That has to do with, and we're going to break this down a little bit because... This could be your neighbor. This could be even a family member. This could even be, um, you know, someone, a co-worker. It could be anyone. Um, it's talking about how you can induce someone else to do things they're not supposed to be doing how you induce someone else to fall into sin, into falling by the wayside because of temptation. You know, this was happening at that time with Judah. Judah was indulging themselves in things they weren't supposed to. They had turned away from God. There was some in Judah, some of the Judah tribe that was really still trying to stay strong unto their heavenly father. But a lot of them were by the wayside. They were doing things they weren't supposed to. They had walked away from God. They no longer wanted to build a relationship. And they just started to entice themselves with different things that satisfied them. And, when it's, and, and pretty much just gave them full satisfaction for themselves. And in doing so, they then went and enticed other people to do the same thing. And in doing so, also led to it to be against God's words, uh, uh, against his morals, against his um, understanding of how they should have been carrying out their lives. They were going against the commandments, right? They were going against the things that God had asked them to do. They were no longer surrendering things over to God. If anything, they started to, you know, worship other type of idols and things of that nature. And one of the main things that uh, God is explaining here to the prophet is that, listen, you can't just think that you're going to go and 
despicable, uh, despicably uh, think that you can just go ahead and do these things, um, and then you know that you're not gonna be found out, right? Uh, or that you're not gonna be taken advantage of. So in this case, he's referring it to the fact that Judah, you know, because they fell by the wayside and they were doing their own things and they were, um, you know, doing bad actions, they were now being exposed. They were now being found out. Because see, you cannot hide anything from God, my friends. You will be found out. You're always found out by God. There's no doubt about it. But in things that you do in the natural that you think you're hiding or no one's seeing or no one's even acknowledged, you will be found out. And when you're found out, everything's in the open. Nakedness, right? Everything's in the open. Everything that you have done is going to be exposed. It's going to be revealed. And in doing that... In everything being revealed, now you're busted, right? And that's one of the words I use all the time, busted, right? Because now there's nowhere for you to hide and pretend and act like you haven't done it or it wasn't happening or you weren't doing it to somebody else. Listen, we fall into sin all the time when we don't surrender things over to God, when we're tempted by it, when we have thought processes about doing things, everything has to be surrendered over to God. Everything has to be given to God. And everything that you do and are challenged with has to be, you have to put trust in the Lord. He's going to help you get through it. But ultimately, once you surrender that to him, he can help you through the process. So God is pretty much saying here, hey, you know what? This has been happening. These people are going about their own thing, uh, doing stuff, you know, um, you know, and, and let me tell you something. Listen, back in the day, just like it is today, many people are having affairs with their neighbors, wives and husbands that nobody knows about. Many people are doing things behind closed doors that they think that their neighbors, family members, or somebody else can't see. Even in the office, let's get, let's get down and dirty here. Even in the office, there's affairs and things happening, scandals, things happening, you know, money laundering, whatever the case might be. Even in workplaces where people think it's not being seen and the day comes where everything's busted. The day comes when the spouse finds out there's an affair that's been happening. And many times, even with the best friend of, of the family. And then they there's found out that, you know, money has been taken from a company. And I'm not talking a couple of dollars. I'm talking about millions of dollars, right? These things do get exposed, my friends. So don't think that you won't be found out. Don't think that getting caught up with these things and, and having a great time and blah, 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 you know, that you won't be found out. And I'm going to give you an example. And I know you're going to be like, oh, no, there she goes. An example would be you're a Christian. You're hanging out in bars. You're hanging out in clubs. You're smoking weed. Listen, I'm just getting transparent here, down and dirty. You're smoking weed, you're, smoke, you're drinking, you're, you're hanging out and doing things you're not supposed to be doing. And then, you know, you're going to go about church on Sunday, on your daily Sunday, like if nothing happened, trying to play it off, trying to, you know, be all holy roly, 
um, trying to let people know, oh, hey, I'm good, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything God has asked me to do. But you think you've hidden those things, and next thing you know, one day you're busted. One day, the same people you were hanging out with, you know, in the clubs, all of a sudden, they get a turnaround in their lives, come to the church you're at, and they'll be like, hey, you're the guy I always saw at the club, or you're the girl I was always hanging out with. There you go, busted, revealed, nakedness, right? Now, I know some of you are saying, wow, Anthony, that is so deep. That is so hard, so harsh. That's a reality, my friends. And you guys know that I've been just speaking about this on the podcast all this time. The reality is real. There's nothing I can do about it. Like, you know, you can't cover these things up, right? Just giving you an example. And then we move on to the next one. It says, you are filled with shame instead of glory. And you also drink and be exposed as uncircumcised. The cup of the Lord's right hand will be turned against you. Oh, man. Okay. Y'all thought the other part was rough. Listen, there are many times that you can see stuff happening in your neighborhood. There's stuff happening with your friends, your family. And you're just looking from the outside in. You're seeing some of the sins that are being committed. You are seeing some of the actions that are happening within those people their choices. You're looking at everything that you think is only happening to them. And then here you go and you join them. Here you go and you hang out with them. Here you go and you start becoming part of whatever it is they're doing. Whether that is being in drunkenness, whether it is committing a sin, whether it is hanging out and doing the wrong thing, You now become a part of them. You follow the crowd, right? God was specifically saying in this situation about those people and saying, listen, not only were you seeing it, that these people were seeing it, they become a part of it. Because let me tell you something, my friends. We have choices in life. We have free will. God has given us the free will. He has allowed us to be able to say, you know what? I am not going to fall into that temptation. I am not going to hang out with my friends who are calling me to do something that I know I don't need to be a part of. I am not going to allow myself to be subjected to that or entertain that. That requires a very strong, grounded Christian who understands God's words, his commandments, and understands how to be able to use God's word to walk away from the toughest temptation that they can actually face in their lives. My friends, we face temptation every day. It could be as minimal as someone who gave up smoking, was delivered from smoking, and then is around people who are smoking and people are offering. And then it just takes a split second for that person to say, sure, hand me one, right? 
drinking. You may have been an alcoholic. You got delivered from that. You're now sober. And all of a sudden, you find yourself somewhere where there are tons of drinks all over you. And you say to yourself, maybe just a little bit. No. You have to have that strong will, my friends. I could go down the list with examples, but y'all know where I'm going with this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So the reality is, if now you become a part of the crowd, right? You become part of the crowd, my friends. It said it says it right here clearly. The cup of the Lord's right hand will turn against you. You start to do things that go against God's word. You start to defile God's word. You start to um, ignore the warning signs that God gives you. You start to pretend like you don't even have God in your life anymore. You don't even honor God anymore as your ancestors did, your forefathers, your, your, your family lineage who have instilled in you these principles, if you don't even take out the time to do that, God will take things into his hands and be like, okay, I am now going to turn away from you. Now, I don't want anyone to get confused right now. God loves us unconditionally. And God is always having our back. And God also teaches us learning lessons, just like our natural parents do with us as well. When you were a kid, if you did something wrong, your parents loved you unconditionally, but they still did something to teach you a lesson. They told you you couldn't watch TV. They took your cell phone away. You couldn't go outside and play anymore. Now you weren't going to get your weekly allowance. I can do another whole list of that too. But your parents still loved you. Why? They still fed you. They still let you have a roof over your head. They still let you use the bathroom. They still blah, 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 eat. You got it, right? So God does the same thing with us. He loves us so much, but he wants us to draw be and be drawn back to him. So he will allow us to be taught lessons when we're not doing the right thing. And he wants us to have a wake up call and realize that the things we're doing are wrong. And he wants us ultimately to know and learn and realize that we have walked away from him and we need to get back to him. So he will turn his back on us, but he's still watching us. He's still there. He's still there rooting for us, but he's allowing us to go through the experience and the process because we will always face consequences, my friends, with our actions. If they're not rational actions, right? If they're irrational actions. So again, think about it. We get to a point where we feel now we walk away from God. We're going to glorify ourselves. It's all about us. It's about what we want. And we're right now in a generation today, my friends, where a lot of people are just like, it's about me. It's all about me. It's, it, what matters is what I want to do. You know, I don't care about nobody else, right? This is what we're experiencing today with a lot of things. 
And God is saying to us, you know, an utter shame will be on your glory. Of course. Of course it is. Because you're just glorifying yourself. There's nothing that you're doing for God. You're just, it's all about you. And because it's all about you, the shame that's going to come upon you, that will be revealed. So my friends, let's think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. And then it says here, For the violence done to Lebanon will cover you, and the plunder of beasts which made them afraid because of men's blood and the violence of the land and the city and of all who dwell in it. The same way that we look back at the Old Testament still in Deuteronomy and we look back and I'm going to give you some scriptures so you can look this up. Look at the scripture Leviticus 26, 16 and 17 and Deuteronomy 28. 25, 28, 29, 66 to 68. Look them all up. Because back then, the situation that was happening with Lebanon was the same thing that's happening right now with these people. Because of disobedience, because of turning their backs from God, not honoring God, they also had to face consequences. And at that time, also were being oppressed by another nation because God wanted to get a hold of people. When God wants to get a hold of you, my friends, you're going to go through an experience. You're going to go through a journey. You're going to go through a difficult time. You're going to go through a challenging time. And you're going to go through a time (laughs) that you're going to find yourself that you're going to be like, how did I get here? And the simple answer is you. You got yourself there because you didn't follow God's lead. You, didn't, you, you are disrespecting God. You're not honoring him anymore. You're not, you know, seeking relationship with him. And most definitely, you're not fulfilling the purpose in your life that he wants you to fulfill. So my friends, you know, these are some very deep things that God is explaining to the prophet. He's like, bottom line, and I'm going to say it like this. Bottom line, buddy, this is the situation. You can't think that you're going to do this, hang out with this, get away with this, and not be found out. You can't think that you can just put yourself on a pedestal and just ignore me and not even surrender to me. And then you're going about your own day, doing your own rules and regulations, and you're not going to face consequences. You can't go around thinking that I'm not going to allow you now to be oppressed by someone else because in order for me to get you to the place I need you to be, I need someone else to come in and intervene in the natural for me because I'm God and I'm the supernatural, but I need somebody in the natural to come intervene for me to be on top of you messing you up so you could see how messed up you are because I need someone else to, to mess you up that's even worse than how you were. If you got that, did you get that, guys? (laughs) So God is like, I love you that much. That's what I need you to go through because I need you to turn yourself back to me. 
So my friends, look, we've been covering the scripture. We've been covering these, this chapter and this stuff is deep. You know, a lot of people might just read this and be like, oh yeah, this is what's happening to them. No, this is also what's happening to us today. We can't dismiss it. We can't be like, oh, that happened to them. It's not happening to us. It sure is happening to us. We, I can give so, and I've given already a couple of examples, you know that, but I can just be down here with so many more examples and be like, this is what's happening. This is what's going on, you know? And here's the thing, my friends. As God is explaining this to the prophet, he's very chilled about it because <laughs> he's been like, chill, take it easy. And he's just breaking it down very calmly to the prophet. All right, buddy, you kept asking me, am I not seeing what's happening? Am I not aware? Why am I, am I not doing something? Have a seat, get a cup of coffee, get a tea, because I'm going to read you a story. And this is what he starts to tell the prophet. And the prophet's just listening. Okay? So my friends, it has truly been a pleasure diving into the word of God again with you today. Listen, I know sometimes, you know, the word really penetrates. (laughs) And it's supposed to. (laughs) The word really wakes us up. It gives us an understanding. It gives us um, a moment of like, wait, is that what I really heard or or read? (laughs) Right? Yes. And here's the thing, we should take away from this scripture how beautiful it is that God loves us and how many times he wants us to be drawn back to him because ultimately that's his goal. He cares for us so much, loves us so much. He wants us to be back in the right place. So my friend, it has truly been a pleasure diving into the word of God again with you today. Stay encouraged. Conquer your next week. And I will see you guys next week where we will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the word of God. The word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.